this is uh, Paul Dick, owner of Stark Strength and Conditioning, Stark CrossFit. And I'm uh, here today with Alex Patton, the owner of Shock Performance Nutrition. And uh, we're kind of shooting some videos and, and photos today, this morning, and um, just doing um, some marketing and, and promotion for both of our businesses. And uh, we've been talking about how they kind of line up and how we're trying to provide the, the ultimate experience for, for our clients and just how important that is to us uh, to give back to people. And uh, we kind of decided to do this little podcast on uh, on the sense of uh, belonging. So uh, I, I'll hand it over to you, Alex, and uh, you can you can start kicking us off with this. Thank you very much, Paul. Uh, so yeah, we had a great time this morning. Um, got a little bit silly, which is part of fitness and part of fun. Is it doesn't always need to be so serious. And I always really enjoy coming down to the Stark business. But what's so cool about coming to the new Stark Strength and Conditioning is this awesome facility that I got to check out today. Um, such a bigger space. Um, upgraded uh, equipment and I just had a really fun time. I'm very proud of you and I'm excited that we get to um, stay friends and connect businesses. But in the light of talking about belonging, um, this is something that I have been uh, researching a lot in uh, both my personal life as I think a coach needs to be coached and through my business and how I could provide for my clients. And I think this is where Stark and Shock have sort of always connected on without necessarily identifying it as um, when a person feels like they belong somewhere, when they feel like they are a part of something and a community. So whether that be a workplace or a family or a group of friends or whatever you really value and you feel belonging you tend to succeed more in your purpose or or your day. And so even just knowing I got to get up to go to my Stark workout at 6 a.m., it sort of defines the rest of your day. But walking in here, and I saw it again today, I saw one of uh, the Olympic lifters that's sort of a shock performance alumni and has been awesome and, and coached a little bit as, at, uh, at Stark as well is just this feeling of walking into this facility and that family feeling is such a unique place to be a part of and, and I haven't been around the whole group for a while. So when I'm talking about belonging, it feels like there's a reason to wake up in the morning and that someone's there to hold you accountable but also to trust. And I think in turn that starts with yourself. Uh, we were talking about community, and the word community to me sometimes means how you can give and support others, and that is something that Stark has, but in terms of belonging, it, it starts with the individual first. That's something that um, that I hear a lot from people, even if they're coming in for a tour and they're walking around, they're like, I, you know, you feel some sort of energy, and I, it's funny hearing that from people that have never been here before. And, um, you know, just, just after workouts, they're, you know, watching people and they're just like, when you go to typical 
gyms, you'll, you'll usually find like certain groups hanging out together, like the bodybuilders hang out and they lift together. Um, power lifters, same thing, you know, the fitness or, or bigger crew, they kind of do the same thing as well. Volleyball players, all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, I've had people when I've given them tours, they're making note of like, Hey, there's like some not so fit people hanging out with like super fit people. And it's really cool to see that, you know, everyone's just sitting around chatting after the workout, talking about, you know, how they did the same workout together and just, oh, when, you know, when did it suck for you sort of thing. And, and it's really cool seeing, you know, that sense of community among, among people. And, you know, in, in this space here, we have a lot more space than our previous ones. So it's cool to see like a new class starting and then everyone from the previous class just like sitting down on the turf in a big circle and just like talking about it and uh, and just like, you know, sharing their experience sort of thing. And that, that goes for like coaches and members and it's people of all different ages and abilities, which is, you know, exactly what I want to see here. And I, I couldn't be more more happy about that. Um, it's, it's just something that, you know, you don't always see everywhere. I, I, I do see it more uh, in like, CrossFit type uh, boxes and communities and all that. And I know not everyone understands when, when we say community, what that means exactly if they haven't experienced it. So, you know, typically if you're someone who like goes into the gym, throws your headphones on, you know, you go through your workout and then you leave, you're not, you're not able to experience that. And that's, that's fine. If that's what people are looking for and they want, and that's what's working for them, then that's awesome. But uh, I know in a place like this, like it just, it just wouldn't work out all that well. Um, I have had some previous members leave, uh, and, and move away to different provinces and, uh, their, their experiences elsewhere have been different and, uh, not as much communication with people in classes and stuff like that. And it does feel a little bit more, uh, disconnected, but, uh, it's, you know, it, people got to find something that, that sense of community, if, uh, if that's what they're looking for and, um, you know, try, try different places out where you can feel like, uh, no matter what you're, you're still being included and in that, uh, that you are a part of something a little bit bigger. Well, and I think you touched on a great subject there, which is not everyone is a CrossFit athlete, right? Like not necessarily everyone even listening today is a CrossFit athlete. And it, it goes for the same thing with all of uh, who comes to shock performance. I don't always have a high level athlete. Sometimes I have people that were active, you know, 10 years ago and they're still trying to be that athlete and are really surprised that they're not that anymore. But they started off going back to the gym and doing what they knew, right, from before. And not everyone uh, has CrossFit speak to them or, or like an intense sport nutrition plan speak to them. Sometimes it's just about listening to yourself first and saying like what does motivate me to make healthier steps in almost every area of my life so again with the life coaching aspect of shock and why sometimes people are so confused with that business model is I want to nourish the mind and intentions first because I want people to connect to why they're choosing the fitness facility that they are and Again, it's just lucky that we've got to know each other and, and that I can see, even if I'm not trying to see this, this feel in this community within CrossFit. But to discuss belonging, when you feel like someone is really there for you, you are more likely to show up. 
And so connecting to um, a new plan, whether it be I've downloaded something off the internet for how I'm going to eat or how I'm going to stretch or if I'm going to if I'm going to show up to a class, then it's looking at what makes me feel like I want to be there and how am I going to continue that so that it isn't a month or two months, but it's sort of what's not stopping me from getting there. So, Paul, I guess what I would like to ask you is when you've seen somebody struggle and and sort of discuss you know, their struggles with you, because I think you have a very unique relationship where you, you chat with a lot of your your clients after and before class and stay late. Your wife is very understanding. <laughs> um, what are they saying mostly? Like, when do you see that disconnect and how do you connect them to being, feeling like they belong in health. So a perfect example you were saying was uh, someone who in a group that wasn't so fit and someone that was, and they all feel like they belong to this group. So how do you create that? Um, I, I don't know if that's something that you can just kind of create off the bat. I think it's something that ever since we we opened up in our old location. I think it's something that, that just sort of happened. And, um, you know, it's definitely something I, I had fostered, but then you kind of attract those type of people as well that have that understanding that, you know, it doesn't matter if I'm doing, you know, pull-ups with a 100 pounds strapped to me and you're doing ring rows because you just started. It's like, you're both still working your butts off and uh, you share that, that common connection, that common goal. Um, I think sometimes when I've talked to people that maybe are, say, a little less fit to start off with or, you know, just getting off the couch and there might be a little bit of an intimidation factor there sort of thing, um, the people that have been really successful have been the ones that end up just jumping in and, you know, not looking at, say, the workout of the day online and being intimidated by that and being like, well, I can't do, you know, I can't even do pull-ups, or sorry, burpees, and drop down to the ground and get back up. Like, you know, how am I going to do that? You know, it's it's the coaches. You guys come in, and it's the coach's job to kind of modify and uh, program accordingly for you. So, you know, we would maybe get you doing burpees down to a box or something like that. So you're still doing the same thing. But uh, when when to get back to your question, when people end up, uh, you know, feeling like, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that, well, I'm not even going to go today, and then they start to kind of, like, distance themselves, that makes it a lot tougher to, to keep that connection. And then we've got some people who I've suggested, like, don't even look at the workout. Just show up, and the only thing that you got to do is just do what the coach says. And there's people that have done that, and, you know... Um, one guy uh, in particular, Mikey, who's been like a superstar, he, when he started here, he was at like 320 pounds, and now I believe he's down to about 275, could be even 270, but he started here like four, five months ago, and um, like it was, it was awesome. Like he came in, I sat down, we talked for almost an hour about like what he had done previously, what worked for him, what didn't, why it wasn't sustainable, um, and, uh, and did some goal setting. And he had said, like, my goal is to come in 
five days a week and uh, and and put in the work. And uh, so I said, okay, like that's that's awesome. You're you know you're going on the unlimited plan, and you can just show up any day and time that you want. And uh, so he started like booking in for classes. He wasn't focusing on what the workouts were. He was just focusing on coming in and doing the best he could every day he came in. And that was motivating for a lot of other members too, which, you know, whether they were a lot fitter or not, like it was just cool seeing him coming in and like, you know, busting his butt, like doing burpees, for example. And when he started off, it was a bit slower. And now it's like, you're blinking and you're like, holy shit, I just like, it's amazing to see the, the difference in him. And, um, and it is motivating for a lot of people. So I think it's just not, you know, not distancing yourself or saying, well, I can't do that like that person. So I'm not, you know, I'm not even going to try. Um, just really just coming in and doing the best with what you can and, and immersing yourself in the, the community, in the space and talking to people rather than just staying to yourself. I think you touched on something really important there which is life is full of obstacles. And that's the connection that I think we were wanting to talk about today is when life presents obstacles, you need to know that there are people in your court and you are responsible for taking that on and understanding who can be there to make you feel like you can get through it. So... An example with Mikey, him feeling like, I'm not really sure if I want to come. The reason he keeps showing up is because he feels like there's a place to be safe in being vulnerable and a safe place that will get him through those obstacles. And that's why, again, we're talking about this today, right? It, it's just you're always going to be hit with something in every aspect of your life. And when you choose to take the responsibility and understanding what motivates you and what makes you feel like you can do this, you're connecting to where you feel you belong. Um, you know, if it's, it, I know it's tough for some people, like when they're, when they're starting out, when they're doing something brand new, something they haven't been exposed to, um, you know, it is important to be be a bit more vulnerable and allow yourself the the ability to, you know, take a chance and, and open up to doing something different. If you're, you know, if you're someone who's struggling and you find that you're doing the same thing over and over again, whether it's, you know, trying something new, not giving it a chance, and then failing at it, and then it's like, you know, you take some time off and then you go try something else new, you know, you don't give it that much of a chance. Results don't happen overnight. And this does, you know, this goes for pretty much anything. But, uh, you know, since we're talking about more like nutrition and uh, and health and fitness, like you're not going to get fit overnight. You're not going to see numbers on the scale change overnight. You know, you need to kind of, you know, find a coach or uh, or a place that you can you can train and trust the process and give it some time. Because if you don't allow yourself that time, you don't know if if it's going to work or not. I know I had a uh, a training client who ended up um, doing the she was doing some some sort of diet. I don't even know what it was called specifically, but uh, it 
she ended up getting this diet that she ended up losing a ton of weight on, but it wasn't sustainable at all. Ended up gaining all of it back and more. And then she would try another diet. And the it was actually this one I'm talking about specifically it wasn't a, a diet. It was more of a, a healthy eating plan. And I looked at this thing and I was like, this is really good. You get some like, you know, some treats in there and it's a well-balanced meal. It took time to prepare and stuff like that. But um, she she didn't like the fact that it took work. And uh, that's that's one thing that can end up being a problem. If you want it to, you know, happen overnight again, it's not going to happen. Um, and the other thing was she was looking at friends who were losing more weight, doing something way more drastic and um, comparing herself to them. So, you know, comparing yourself to other people is not always the best way to go. Um, just looking at your your life, your circumstances, the way, you, you know, if you're working, if it's very sedentary, if it's very active, um, you know, you really have to pay attention to, to stuff like that. Uh, there's people who, uh, who just focus on other people who are uh, making more success doing something else, and uh, that's, that's definitely not the way to go. We live in a society that is throwing it in our faces that we need to compare ourselves to other and that's how others and that's how we should value ourselves and that's how we should look. But really, again, just on the subject of belonging, if that particular woman felt like you know, I belong to this friendship circle and they're getting all these results and so should I. You have to look at that human model deep down, which is she wants to feel like she belongs somewhere. She wants to feel like she's everybody else. And so this really is where we start to do the work with who this individual is first. And when I meet with nutrition clients, it's all over the place in such a range. And I'm not giving anyone a general template that is why it's incredibly custom as is the modifications and the coaching aspect at Stark where there might be sort of a general model but each person has different needs and requirements and range of motion and, and fitness level um, but really I want to know sometimes just a couple things that we can work on and sometimes they're not nutrition or fitness. They're believing in yourself, your own process, your own journey. And maybe for you, just not drinking pop is a huge, huge step. So keep your eyes on your own paper and your own path, but also involve and, and surround yourself with the kind of areas that allow you to feel connected and supported even if people are on their own journeys Alex had mentioned something to me when uh, when she had walked in she was like sitting at the the front door I don't know if you were doing a post or something like that and then one of our members Kathy walks in and she's uh, she's logging in on the iPad up front good job Kathy um, and, uh, and she looks at Alex as she's like on her phone. She's like, oh, I don't believe we've met. I'm Kathy. And she like introduces herself right away. And Alex had mentioned that to me. And she's like, that's so cool that like people come in and do that. And, uh, and it, is, it is awesome when, you know, members recognize that there is someone, someone from outside of here coming in. And uh, whether it's, you know, someone traveling or, or a new member or whatever, everyone's pretty welcoming, which is, 
which is really awesome. Um, you know, you do want to find a place that, if you need that support, um, can can offer that because you know if you don't show up, then you may get some like messages or whatever like here and there like hey where have you been we missed you sort of thing, and that's you know that's really cool to have because some people need that accountability and you know if they're looking forward to seeing you know a group of people or whatever, um, chances are they're probably going to show up a little bit more. One of the things that I I really like that uh, that you do Alex with clients is is not just focus on the nutrition thing. And I think that that's something that people have to uh, have to realize and maybe get used to, that maybe your nutrition habits aren't related specifically to, um, you know, or issues aren't related to nutrition. It could be other things going on in your life. So when you're asking them different questions about, you know, relationships with people in their lives or, you know, how do you feel about work or, um, you know, how... Can you see yourself being successful if if the answer is no for people and they don't feel like they can be successful or they have you know bad relationships in their lives that are driving them towards making poor choices? Some of that stuff might need to be changed and worked on before they can actually be successful with you know changing their eating habits. Thank you. I truly look at it as a physical body is your emotional body and it starts with your core, right? And if your inner core isn't authentically functioning at its optimal level, it's not going to domino the way that you want it to. So I sort of look at it as self-love and self-acceptance and that's a constant skill because we interact with people and then we start to question that. But those skills sort of positive domino and, and create the path towards healthier steps with fueling your body and thus healthier steps in moving your body. But I really look at it as it starts within and that is where ultimate performance really lies. Yeah, I think that's something that, you know, some people may or may not be ready for, but you know, going back to the, you had made a comment before on, you know, we're, we're in a time where everyone wants everything now and, and to happen kind of like as fast as possible. Um, you know, seeing, seeing challenges and stuff like that, like six week challenges or four week challenges, um, you know, might be a good thing to, to get people on the right path, but it also might be an issue too, because if you're, if you're putting everything into, uh, you know, what you're doing for that four or six weeks and, you know, getting some results from it, but it's not something that's sustainable, then that's that's a big issue. Um, I know, like, one thing that you do, one thing that we promote here, too, is is consistency. Like, we want people to, to make the right choices every day. Um, and that's, that's not just making one right choice a day. It's making, you know, the right choice over and over again. It's like an Olympic athlete. Like, they didn't get onto the world stage there by, you know, just waking up and deciding they want to go to the Olympics, it was like waking up and making proper choices over and over and over again. And that's like, you know, not going out to parties late with friends. That's not going out drinking. That's not eating tons of junk food. Um, that's getting up and training at five in the morning. That's making sure that you're recovering and making sure that your uh, recovery nutrition is on point and, you know, that you're sleeping after a training session so that you can go back and your second or third training session of the day is still going to be optimal. 
So all those, you know, all those choices are going to get them onto that world stage rather than just, uh, you know, just trying to make some right choices for, you know, two to four weeks and saying it didn't work for you. It's, you got to make those choices over and over again. And then, you know, three months, six months, nine months, 12 months down the road, you can look back and be like, wow, look where I came from. And, you know, look at how successful I've been. What I hear you saying right now is the word routine and habits. And so if you're building habits that you're doing routinely, you are more likely to succeed. And when you say words like right, that four-week or six-week challenge can be a wonderful place and a wonderful start to where you want to go. And the intention behind that sometimes is very results-oriented instead of really acknowledging the skills that you could learn from that four weeks. So instead of always being so intense, and I don't mean that don't try, I just mean you can't put everything on hold for four weeks and call that I'm living a healthy lifestyle. But you could do that as long as you're incorporating some of the habits and some of the things that you build into your routine that make it healthier. I think we have to address what society is shaping us to be like and understand, even unintentionally, that this is what motivates us now. So if that gets you started on your journey, then that's amazing. But don't think that that's realistic or be hard on yourself that, oh, I didn't go to the gym seven days a week like I did for those four weeks and I'm starting to slack and blah, blah, blah. Like when we say right choices, sometimes that means knowing your limits and saying, I'm sore. And it actually makes more sense for me to take an active recovery day than to go and push and go and be intense. I think we're so fast right now in work expectations and making the fastest dollar and making the fittest body that we also have to nourish who we are and and our limits as well. And that limits aren't necessarily a bad thing. They're just really worth identifying so that we're not getting complacent in our routine. I can totally agree with that, Alex. Um, I think this, just going back to like, you know, belonging and, and having purpose. I think that having having habits that spill over into other areas of your life and creating more positive habits is something that, you know, people need to need to try and do. And really just just being a part of something that uh, you know, whether it is a gym, whether it is a, a nutrition um a nutrition coaching company or uh, individual like yourself there, Alex, um, just finding some some belonging with that and knowing that it is a process and it's something that is going to, you know, lead to some great results, but they might not happen right off the bat and it is going to take some time to uh, to get there. So just be patient, be uh, have some purpose and really just fall in love with the process and just do it every day. So um, do you have anything else you want to add, Alex? She's shaking her head. That's a no. So 
thank you everyone for uh, listening and uh, we hope that uh, you were able to get something, maybe some motivation from this podcast and maybe help to make some better better choices in uh, in your life. You can still make some bad ones too, but uh, you know, just make sure the good outweigh the bad. So thanks again for listening. This is uh, Paul Dick from Stark Strength and Conditioning, Stark CrossFit, and Alex from Shock Performance Nutrition. Thank you so much, everyone. <laughs>